Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namoski. Welcome to another solo off-season pod. Today, a bit of a case study, a bit of a rewind, uh, as we are named. wanted to go back and talk about one of my favorite plays in the league at the moment and one of the most surprising stories in the league, uh, but it shouldn't be a surprise. Let's talk about Nick Meany of the Melbourne Storm. The reason why, um, as we're doing the, the season previews, I'm looking at the Melbourne Storm and obviously been hit very hard by losing a lot of plays this year and there's going to be some players that are going to have to step up here and play a role. They've obviously got some youth players that have come through. They've signed a couple of um, discarded pieces from other clubs. And Nick Meany was one of those players. Um, so I wanted to kind of talk through because I think what he showed for Melbourne last year, I think is something that other teams, especially when I look at Parramatta and my club, I, I wish we were better at it because you look at the asset, and I think American sports are so much bigger than Australian sports. The the pedigree of a young player's career, and no matter how it turns out or the results they're getting in first grade, how the team is going, you look at a player as an asset. And I think Melbourne do this the best out of anyone. So we'll see. It'll be yet to be seen if, you know, the Tarek Sims and the Elikatoas of the world will work out this year for them. But what I do know is Nick Meany has worked out for them. So let's go a bit of a backstory with Nick Meany because I think it's important to understand where he was as a prospect coming through into first grade and how he ended up with Melbourne to kind of tell his story. So anyone can really find this out, but uh, 2016 is playing for the, the NYCNT for Newcastle. He's named the player of the year. He then moves on. He plays a bit of under 20s for New South Wales and end of, the end of the 17th season, he's named the uh, Intra Super Cup player of the year and he re-signs on a one-year deal for that 2018 season for with the Newcastle Knights. Important to note, this is exactly the same time that Kalen Ponga signs with the Knights. So coming through, he is um, obviously uh, playing and he wants to play at the back at this stage. Um, can play some wing and fullback as we've seen in the in first grade, but he he's seen as the fullback there uh, with with a chance of playing on the wing. So he suffers an injury at the start of that 2018 season. Um, basically in the first round, doesn't come back to round 12. So you got to think that's his, we're talking about his rookie rookie season already cut short by 12th round. So in those first 12 rounds, where a lot of teams are still figuring out teething, getting all those teething problems out of the way. Uh, he's injured. Kalen Ponga is establishing himself as the, uh, as the player there. So it is now clear that he's not going to play fullback for them. So he goes and signs a three-year deal with the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs for the 2019 season. So he does uh, debut in that 18, in that 2018 season, uh, does play five five games, scores two tries, and kicks a goal. So nothing to write home about, but it does cross the line a couple of times, um, and he's on his way to the Bulldogs. So with the Bulldogs, what does he do there? So this is around the time where the Bulldogs are getting the wooden spoon, um, finishing 16th, and, you know... It's not great. If anyone remembers these Bulldogs from the 2020-21 season, um, not great times at all. So, you know, he does play well. And I think the big thing to take away is he ended up playing 60 games all up um, and he scores 22 tries. So it's basically one one in every three games he's getting over the line for a poor team. He's kicking 72% in his goals. And that's 81 attempts. Uh, obviously, again, they go 15 
wins 45 losses in that time, so a 25% win rate. The team is poor. The attack is poor. He still manages to score 22 times in those 60 games, one in every three. And he, he just looks like a footy player. He looks like someone who's going to be in first grade for a while. So who snaps him up? Well, it's announced halfway through the 21 season that he goes to he's going to be joining the Melbourne Storm for the 22 season. In his last game, where they obviously get the spoon, he scores two tries in a big win for the for the Bulldogs. So I remember at the time, I'm like, oh, Nick Meany signed with the with the Storm. You know, that's that's interesting because again, all I know with bad teams, there's in every uh, league, especially basketball, obviously the the good team, the good stats, bad team guys, um, you know, who can inflate the stats. In the NRL, if you're a try scorer, you're a try scorer. It doesn't matter if you're scoring 20 for the bottom place team or 20 for the top place team. If you can get over the stripe, that's going to translate no matter what team you're in. So it was interesting that this very, very poor Bulldogs team um, would let one of their most potent young try scorers, and at the time, he's still early 20s here, um, let's let him move on. So they do. And he goes to Melbourne. So he goes to Melbourne and he does make his debut in round one. Um, you know, he's obviously playing on the edge there. As the season starts getting a little bit weird, he then has to go shift into fullback for a bit. Then he shifts into the half for a bit. And he shows that he's just a dynamic player. He ends up playing 23 games in his first season, 13 tries, 48 goals. And you obviously know what they did. Um, 13 wins, 10 losses. So obviously improve that win percentage up into the 56 range. Um, still kicking at over 70%, but just shows he's not just a try scorer. He's not just a average goal kicker, but he can also fill in for his team at a pinch. He can play fullback well, he can play 5-8 well, and he can obviously play along the back line on the edge. I bring all this up because it's not hard to see what happened to this career. You look at it, but let's just take it step by step in the early years. He's a Newcastle. Uh, he's the Newcastle NYC Player of the Year. If you look back at a lot of teams' NY Player of the C- Player of the Year awards, it's a lot of well-known players. There's not many times where that player doesn't make it. Someone who plays under twenties Origin. Again, it's not very often that someone in the under twenties of Wales or Queensland teams doesn't make an impact in first grade. Again, you can't really. Um, that 18 season, that one season with the Knights, but, you know, someone who missed the first 12 rounds of his rookie career can still get over the line a couple of times in those five games. Again, you can fall down and score a try every now and again, but if you're scoring tries, like now we talk about the Bulldogs, in potentially three of the worst Bulldog um, teams in the last 40 years we're talking here, still meant to score a try every three games. There's just something about a try scorer. There's something about an appreciated asset. And that's what Nick Meany became. Because when you look at, in early 2016, this is a guy on the rise, a guy coming through the juniors, playing some junior representatives that had something there. We just didn't know what it was. He wasn't molded yet, but you saw all the pieces were there. He goes in and, you know, if you're talking about some of the worst places to start your career, 2018 Newcastle, then those three seasons with the Dogs could be right up there in terms of, you know, when you're trying to come in as a young guy and make a stamp on the league, that's not very good positions to work out who you are. But then you go into this Melbourne Storm team, and I think he's exactly the type of player that Craig Bellamy likes coaching. He's someone that can, you know, be flexible, you know, be safe, and can also win your game here and there. 
And I think he's in the perfect position right now because it gives Melbourne the ultimate Ryan Papanazan flexibility. For whatever reason, if Karen Munster ever needs to move into there, you can move him into the six potentially. I think that's why they let Cooper Johns go. Don't forget Cooper Johns was someone who, you know, if you looked at any of the socials for Melbourne, was a very loved player in that locker room. And the fact that they were able to go, you know what, if either Munster or Jerome goes down, we can just slide Nicky across into the halves and he can do a job for us there. All that in saying, it seems like again and again and again, these Melbourne Storm discards, as we call them, anyone who goes down to Melbourne, you know, always used to be plug in the outside back, plug in the forward, go there and revitalize the career. Nick Meany's career didn't need revitalizing. What Melbourne saw halfway through that 2021 season, they saw an appreciated asset who just hadn't had the chance to show who he is. And he's obviously shown that now, and I love that he's seeing that chance. He's um, someone especially a lot of super coach players are aware of because, you know, prior to last season, no one really bought Nick Meany. And all of a sudden, he's going to be one of those players that will be highly owned, I've got a nice high price to start the season. The casual NRL fan now knows exactly who Nick Meany is. And if your club tomorrow came out that you signed Nick Meany to a four-year deal, you would not blink twice. You'd be very happy with it. I'd be very happy with Parramatta if we were able to sign him. And he'd be on the edge opposite Mike Sivo and our clean guns and some backup. And obviously, we've seen what our half solution is. So if at a pinch you need to go into six for whatever reason, I'm happy with that as well. So I think it's just something to be mindful of, you know, especially at your club, every every fan knows their players and their team and, you know, there's guys that come through the ranks and get awards of best junior of the club or play junior footy. It's just someone that, you know, it's not hard to see why this story went the way it did. It's not hard to see how Nick Meany, as soon as the first time he gets into a salute in a scenario where it's actually beneficial for his career, he thrives and shows what he can do. So... I'm just thinking about all the different players. And obviously for me, Parramatta famously, Jacob Arthur is the player who, you know, cops a lot of it. And, you know, some of the performances left a lot to be desired, but there's always a chance that either it's a solution, it's a scenario. If Jacob Arthur's not playing for Brad Arthur and there's not that heat coming in, he's just, you know, Kyle Flanagan on the Bulldogs, for example. There's always something that a fan can pick on. But with Nick Meany, there was never, there was never really, I don't think, when the Bulldogs signed him from the Knights, the Knights fans were saying good riddance. I don't think when Melbourne, he signed for Melbourne and the Bulldogs fans, he left them and it said good riddance. It just, it's a, it's a quality thing to remember. Some of these players that just need that chance, that have the pedigree need that chance. And Melbourne, for whatever reason, is the one club where, and you can say it's the structure, you can say it's the coaching stuff, whatever it is. But when you actually look at the case-by-case basis of it, players just go down there and play well. And it's not hard to see if you've got, if you've been a good player all your life and you've come through, you know, the juniors then in NYC or reserve grade, then in a the first grade, if you've been a good player at most of the stages there, it's probably going to translate. So I'm very happy to see where Nick Meany is. It was a great season to watch him last year. Me personally, definitely going to try and have him in classic and super coach draft a lot this year, just so I can kind of keep riding that wave that he's been riding uh, and shout out to him because I think, again, Someone that the career wasn't looking great up to a certain point. Uh, could have just been one of those guys, but I think he's now found a home and hopefully he can really stay there and keep moving on. So just a little thought bubble, guys. Again, there, there's plenty of Nick Meanies in the NRL where, you know, the talent is there, maybe just not the the scenario and the cultivating nature for him to, to really show it. So I just wanted to kind of get that one across because... Again, when you kind of look around the league, we are very, very talent wealthy at the moment. I think there's a lot of good players in the league. 
And it's good to see some of the ones that you don't really think of at the start of a season come through and it's be great success story. So we'll leave it there, guys. Thank you for listening as always. Have a great day. We'll hear from you soon. Cheers.